0: Even though, um, with the football hopefully looking to restart over the next few weeks, I wanted to take this opportunity to give yourselves and the players uh, a brief overview from this season and then moving into the 2021 season. Now, for those that weren't aware, at the start, I had this image, I had this idea, I had this plan um, of the way I wanted to play. Now, the idea, and if you have a look to your left-hand side, the idea was literally to utilize the fullbacks much much more in possession. Now the way we was going to do this was by getting them up and down those flanks and offering outlets uh, to the team. Simple as that. Um, and as the fullbacks moved up we could then have the defensive line <coughs> push up, push the push opposition back um, and then we could look to kind of squeeze and pin those teams in. Now by doing this, we'd obviously look to have a transition from 4-3-3 to a 3-5-2 slash 3-4-3, depending on how you to look at it, um, with the sole purpose literally being to overload and overwhelm um, the opposition. Now, for different reasons that we won't go into, that didn't actually materialise, uh, the season just gone. And so our shape began to look a little bit different, and we had a bit of personnel change to reflect that. If you look onto the right hand side, um, we started to have this type of shape. So the back line, we had a semi deep back line, um, with which was a massive change, was we now had two sit-in CDMs, whose main priority was literally to sit and protect, to sit and protect the central areas, um, to protect the back four, more importantly the back two, and, and then to almost give the cam that kind of license to get on the ball and play, and hopefully make something happen. But by doing this, you can see that there's a gap that we have created ourselves, and that I have created via this tactical approach. Now, there's a common saying I'm sure we've all heard for it is that the game is won in the middle of the park, and although lads, your individuality and the difference in your ability for a lot of the teams, it did shine through. So throughout the season, we wasn't really punished as much, but in pretty much 80% of our games, opposition were able to exploit us in the central areas and drive through. Um, This was purely because we were always overloaded. So most teams play a four three three or four five one, which is basically an equivalent of a four three three. And if they're in position in, in possession or out of possession, so they always kind of had three in the midfield at a bare minimum. And at best we had two. Now two V three two V three doesn't sound too much, but as the game goes on and players start to fatigue, two V three can start to feel much more tougher. Um, so what we kind of had was is a consistent, con- a consistent challenge where the opposition were breaking through the middle or coming down our central areas with an overload. Um, not only that, if one of our midfielders did join in um, and it was getting on getting on the ball, we would then leave one behind. And so if we was to lose the ball, we had a lot of bodies committed forward, and our line hadn't had pushed up as much so you can imagine now that gap is a little bit more bigger a little bit more stretched Um, but more importantly we're now looking at a 3v1 maybe a 4v1 maybe a 2v1 um, in the opposition's favour now it was pretty much a horrible cycle for those that had noticed because he wasn't winning the midfield um, we were giving more protection to the back line so what we're doing is we're keeping our fullbacks pinned back we're making them keep tight to the men and then, obviously, by doing this, the opposition would keep their wingers up to keep us pinned back. Anyway, but we were asking for it, and then they had more freedom in the middle to kind of get going and hits on the counter. Um, but as I said, it was a tactical error as well. It's something that we should have addressed. Um, but because we kind of got through it with our individuality and our our better, because we were better, we were better as individuals. Um, we wasn't punished as much. It was just the better teams, including Wolves, that were able to pick their killer pass through the central areas because we, wasn't, we, wasn't, we didn't have a big enough presence there in terms of numbers. Now, I've had a long time to watch videos on our games um, and gather, gather all the information and all the feedback from Paul and Steve throughout the season. And by doing this, this season, we will look to have a different setup. But don't panic, it's still going to be a 4-3-3 framework Um, and no one is expected to learn a new position. Um, It will just be more a tweak of your role and a different understanding from off the ball duties. So how are we going to look to play this season, 2021 season? So we're actually going to introduce the term inverted fullbacks. Now, Inverted fullbacks aren't a left winger, a left footer on the right side or right side on a left side. This is the inverted fullback comes from how they they can be based on a positional sense in possession. So by doing this, we're going to have an extra layer of protection to the back. So you can just see there. Now, what's going to happen is is that with the fullbacks working line with number four, so number four is going to be the pivot, and he's going to be the man in the middle. So the fullbacks are going to follow. He's lead. So number four is going to have a crucial role in leading where he's going to go. But by having an extra layer in front, we are now giving more cover to allow um, players like Billy and Sampson to get up the pitch and to get into those half spaces to get into those key areas. Um, Now the protection will come as the ball moves. So as the ball moves up further up the pitch, those two layers of protection will obviously move up with we'll move up with the play and then we we'll drop down with the play now what we're going to be able to do is is that we're going to be able to turn those two number eights into makeshift number tens so when we're out of possession they're our number eights. when we're in possession through build up they're still our number eights. but when we're on the ball and we've broken the first line we can now turn and now we're looking at these number eights to almost become number tens uh and get on the ball and look to even link up with mac look to rebuild get in those half spaces and kind of turning and instantly. Now, and you can just see there the kind of key areas uh, where the number eight and Mac right now are going to be able to make um, an influence. Now, so I mentioned our midfield was overloaded last season from time to time. Um, but now with our fullbacks coming in, if we are to lose the balls in the central areas where most, game, most games will be played, most teams will go through. As most teams are playing a four-three-three three now, and so they're kind of packing that midfield out. It's just a different alternative to how they do it. Um, you can see we're going to have the bodies in the area. But if we lose the ball, we're going to have two or three players around the area to press the ball and pinch. So gone are the days now of Cole chasing down someone, Matt chasing down someone, Greeno chasing down someone, looking back and there's no other support there. Now, that's either because of c for t because we're just too far off the ball, um, or because we're marking another player. But now, hopefully, because we've kind of got that extra support, those extra bodies to overload oppositions, we should now be able to get two, free ball, two freebie players in any areas of the pitch, and be able to pinch that ball and look to turn it over straight away. Now, Louis, Khan, and Callum, you might be thinking, OK, but that's great, I'm not layer of cover, but now we're in three left, 2v1. And you will be. It's as simple as that. But we'll explain later to you and when season starts how we're going to counteract that. But if a player is hitting a long ball in from behind, behind you guys, um, and he's been pressed, and even on the high end, even on the hard press, he's still managing to be composed and ping a ball over the top, do not panic. It's something that you guys already know. So what a player is going to look to do is, or opposition is going to do, he's going to look to ping the ball over the top and then look to run for it. But the closest centre-back to the ball will go for the ball. And then the closest inverted full-back will look to cover. So it's nothing that you guys haven't already seen or been doing this season. For example, ball goes over Ethan's head. um, Callum will then look to cover. It will look to go after the ball. And then Ethan will look to cover Callum at near post. So it's the same method of madness, just that the inverted fullbacks should be a little more further up. Um, and obviously, as the fullbacks then drop in to cover that centre-back, then those number eights are going to be coming back. And I, the closest number eight is obviously going to go fill in that fullback, look to win the ball back, and then look to build up. Hopefully, that gives you some idea and some comfort centre-backs um, to what's going to happen. Okay, you just see there that nice little area there will be able to be nice and compact, pinch and steal that ball. Um, So build up options. Now this requires a lot of off the ball work. But again, we will discuss this at the end and how we're gonna look to work at that. But in theory, we're gonna look to play at the back in the same way, okay? Um, And what we're gonna look to do is, we're gonna assume that most teams are playing 4-3-3 or a variable 4-3-3. So as we have our centre backs in the box and our full backs hugging the line, as it were, what we're going to do is we're going to expect opposition to look trying to us. Great, that's what we want. As we play that ball to that centre back, we're going to get our full backs, get Ethan and come to make an inverted run. And as you can see now, is that they're now in between that space. Now in between their striker and their, um they're in between the fullbacks now in between the two strikers. Um, so, what we can do is now, we can now, the number eights can now try and stretch the players, stretch their midfielders. So, we're hoping that they're going to kind of follow them up. But what we're going to have now is we're going to have passing options. We're going to, to be able to play through those lines because the runs from the fullbacks have been in behind with beating that first line of press. Now, if you just look at that first line of press, you can clearly see that we have a five v three in theory. So you got left, you got left back, number four, right back, two, number eight. So as we turn, if they haven't followed the number eight, then we can look to play that ball straight to number eights, get them on the ball on the half turn and look to spin. If they look to, tr- if they look to grab the number eight, what we're gonna do is number four is gonna travel with his line, which is gonna be his right back and his left back, we're we'll gonna look to travel with the ball and we're we'll gonna look to see if we can get the opposition to engage and look to try and play it for the errors. Um, so that's how it's gonna work out when we've got phase of play. If an opposition starts to get a bit more wise to it, then that's fine. We just go for we just go look to knock the ball into spaces, or we look to go back and revert back to our wide fullbacks from building up from the back, suck them in with a higher press, and just clip the ball over the top. Again, flexibility is key in any formation, but we always have a plan B. But this is plan A for now. <clears throat> Now on the other side, wingers. I know right now I haven't mentioned much about you guys, uh, but this is mainly for you guys now. Um, you're keen to this style of play and in possession, you are gonna offer so much off the ball and as well as on the ball. So for example, let's just set up how we would do, Let's put a four three three in there, blazer pushed up. So as we're on the ball, the number rates are now gonna push up, we're gonna Drive through and get into those half spaces, get in between those lines. You wingers now are going to become old traditional wingers, chalk on boots kind of stuff. Hug that line, give us as much width as we can. Give the fullbacks, make the fullbacks make a decision. Are they going to come out and mark you? Are they going to get nice and touch close? Or are they going to stay a bit central? Either way, you're going to get 1v1s. Now, from this picture here, you're probably thinking, why am I going to get 1v1s? Well, let me show you. A good opposition should notice that we've got in behind them from build up a play and their first time the press is done. So you'd imagine going forward now, an opposition is gonna go, right, okay, winger, go mark their player running inwards. So as you can see here, I've, picked, I've just drawn that up for you. So what does this actually mean? Well, normally your winger does what? Your winger out of possession goes and doubles up with your fullback. But if their winger is now too busy following our fullbacks, then what does that leave you? That leaves you 1v1. That leaves you in these areas go 1v1 every time. Now, in those areas, you may look to beat your man. You may look to go for a lowly ball into the, back, into the box. You may look to link up with the number eights. Play and go, give and go, give and go, get in behind. It doesn't matter. But as long as those wingers follow in our fullbacks, you guys are going to get your opportunities. If they don't, then you still do what you're doing because we're still gonna have to use you to build up and play within the areas but if they don't look to follow then it's just gonna allow our fullbacks to drive and get those balls to our number eights very quickly as it were so fullbacks you're gonna get a lot of one-to-ones and you've gotta be just get one gotta be there's gonna be a lot of um, one twos two touches uh, with the number eights and with Mike and then with the fullbacks as they push up in possession Now. To make this work lads we really need to be much better on the ball i can't stress that enough and i mean receiving the ball controlling the ball passing at different speeds controlling the ball from the air on your foot we as a team are average if not below average when we look at our consistent technical ability so what i mean is is how consistent are we as a team on the ball, controlling the ball, in a game, in training. Now, I appreciate, obviously, we've played on grass, we played on AstroTurf, but in all honesty, we are just inconsistent with that. Um, and for those that have played and trained with the 16s this season, saw exactly how far off we are from the mark. Those 16s, technically, and possession-wise, I mean, you lads can tell each other, yourself, when you see each other, they were much, much better. That's that's the bar. That's the bar we need to be getting at. So I can't stress, lads, that you need to get out of there. You need to start working on it. You know, get playing one touch off a wall. It sounds very basic, very boring, but effective. Put some music in your, uh, put some music in the ears, and just start one touch laces. Just start manipulating that ball on and off the wall. Um, more you can work on it and more you can combine it with your fitness, or more you can work on your fitness still, like you're doing, you're more likely in the trials trials, during your pre-season and during the season to feel good and confident when playing and in yourselves. Okay, because that's massively important. Don't forget that this is your last year before scholars. Okay, I'm asking you to get your technical ability up, raise your individual technical side of your game, for the way we want to play but reality lads you need if we're looking at the bigger picture you need it for scholars anyway um now we understand we need to relearn new things uh, and so during pre-season we will look to bring another coach to support us um this is so we can spend some more one-to-one time with certain players um and then Bring that player into a unit that unit into a global side sort of stuff so that could be working on off the ball stuff patterns um might even throw some some technical stuff in there so from crossing to finishing to defending to heading for example just stuff that we can help you guys playing this season and then help the team um, so that's what we're going to do now the coach that we bring in um uh, this is purely just to help us give you guys a better understanding um, it may be a one-to-one specialist, it may just be um, another coach that we trust. Um, but we will let you know and we will introduce him to you as and when it happens. Um, if you have any burning questions, fire away or hold on to them, lads. Um, because we will go over this in more depth. This was just meant to be a brief over, an overview and something that you can go back and have a kind of look at and kind of get a, a foundation or an understanding of what's going on. But, gents, get out of there. Get out of there with a the ball. Get that finish up again. Um, look to do some short, sharp, explosive runs. 10-meter ten, ten dashes, 20-meter dashes. Just almost try and think you're trying to replicate a high press. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less, okay? Um, so when we come back in the next two, three weeks, you're feeling good about yourselves. Um, and then we can spend less time on fitness because you looked after your body, which is great. We can do a little bit more stretches and some body weight work. But in reality, we're on the field, technical work, pattern work, formation work. And ultimately, that's what we want. Um, That's all. That's all. Um, Hopefully, see you all soon.